welcome Jurassic fans to another episode of a Revenant podcast. I'm Daniel, your host, and once again, I have here the one person that I have been promising you for, for quite a lot already. It's Leah. Welcome back, mate. Hello. <laughs> I know uh, that everybody wanted me so much. Everybody missed me. Yeah, especially after the goodbye that you did last time, you went like, have a good afternoon. Or maybe not. Who cares? <laughs> that was great. I should have clipped that. So, how's it going in your country? It's fine. But, you know, uh, yeah. my country is kind of getting involved in stuff it, sh it shouldn't. Like, into Chinese war and with Russia and stuff. And I'm like, can we please not? Thank you very much. I don't want to be part of history right now. Covid is enough. <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't know um, that. How was in your? How is it like in your country? Ah, we had the very same uh, tropical paradise. With... <laughs> Wait, I, I, I didn't know that your country was uh, getting involved in a war. <laughs> you didn't tell me that um, before we started recording. Well, basically, it's kind of like America is again like being like. Oh, Ukraine and Russia, like, they have a, like, a conflict between each other. We should just, like, you know, get in. And my country is always, like, this kind of country that's, like, always, like, there in the back, like, you know, yeah! Cheering for someone. <laughs> yes. We are just there, like, you know, when you have this one friend that's, like, yeah, I'm with you, bro. Oh, let's do it. And I'm like, you know, we're a small country with like 2 million people. I don't think we should be like dealing with a country that has like the best weapons and stuff. Just leave it to America while they have like their own problems. Don't make it our problem. <laughs> Seriously though. Oh dear lord, I wasn't aware of such a thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I heard about uh, a bit about that on the news that um. Russia and Ukraine, they were getting involved in something, but uh, we learned so little about that, especially because every other news comes from America, so we just hear their point of view and stuff. Oh yeah, like, with us, we mostly hear like, we also hear stuff from America, but it's like mostly from Europe and stuff, but once in a while you're like, wow, this guy from America! He ate a banana on the art festival or whatever, in the art gallery. You know, just the big stuff, but not like the daily stuff. Yeah, <laughs> quite. Oh, man. Why can't we be just like Switzerland and be like, no, I'm not getting involved. I'm just making chocolate here. <laughs> oh, my God. Switzerland, they're just vibing. They're just, you know. <laughs> Switzerland is me. I'm that kind of person, you know, like, no, I'm making chocolate. Leave me alone. <laughs> Now that we have settled uh, our humanity piece, we can keep going with the uh, Jurassic Park. So, today you have gathered here, kind people, to remember how ridiculous this franchise is getting. You have chosen to talk about uh, how childish Jurassic Park slash world is becoming. Why is that? Um, I kind of feel like everyone like, says it's getting more childish, but they don't really go into why it's getting childish. And I feel like that kind of needs to get a bit talked about, so yeah. Yeah, of course, alright, that's a great topic. Now you see, uh, I'm raring to hear your opinion on that. I do believe that um, 
there are some great models out there, some great examples, especially after what we've seen in Fallen Kingdom. Because just like you mentioned in the last episode we did together, which by the way, we did a video on, and we just got 73k plays on that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, so uh, thanks y'all, Jurassic fans. That was uh, a lot. <laughs> Literally the most played video we got so far. So, thanks a bunch. Especially oh, because after you... of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially after you recovered your account. Then we got back some plays. Well, I so... hope we make it to 100k. Wow. Let's hope. Of course. <laughs> Man, that's, uh, that'd be interesting. So, um, after I had letting a uh, Fallen Kingdom, because a weekly he had his arm literally ripped off and there was no freaking blood not even a droplet so yeah that is like the, the most important example of that uh, can you think of any other huh. i don't think this happens with any other franchise really like as far as i know almost all J like JP movies had at least some blood in it, or at least some gore. Yeah, even Jurassic World had some blood. Like, but then you have Fallen Kingdom, and there is none. Yeah, and I mean, Fallen Kingdom was the one being compared to The Lost World because Jay Bayano was the director, and he's a, a horror movie director. So, like, we are expecting so much more horror in that freaking flick. And I mean, just as you said, in Jurassic World, in that scene where like um, the uh, the security system, they are hunting Indominus Rex, and one of them is raised, you know, it's picked and raised into the trees, the tree canopy, and you see like so much blood being dropped around, and there is another guy being uh, dragged by his peers, and his leg was chewed by Indominus. So there's so much gore. How come we lost that between movies? So, I feel like, basically, when they make Jurassic World, because, you know, they wanna make money with that nostalgia, they just want it, um, basically they made it for general audience. And they were like, you know, all people that are gonna come to see it are probably gonna be like, you know, now they are either adults or young adults, because, you know, most people that saw the original movie were probably like kids and now yeah. they're adults and they're probably gonna like it now like even if it has a bit less gore but then they saw how big of a fandom it became like you see kids making their own ocs um like drawing dinosaurs and stuff they're like we need to work this out this is not gonna work good for a company if like 70 percent of fans are now kids and they want to fit in like both but it's hard to like squeeze both in like to put like the stuff that's gonna be good for the OG fans who are there for the um, nostalgia and the newer fans who are there for dinosaurs I guess or maybe like or maybe they are also like they saw maybe um, the original Jurassic Park maybe later on like I can see Triple TV. Well, and they're basically like kids that want to have fun and like draw OCs and draw dinosaurs and stuff. And now it's just like kind of messy because you have to like put both those genres together. Yeah. So you got this weird mess. 
And then, how would you fix that scene? That one scene with Whitley. How would you fix it? Well, first of all, add some blood, please. <laughs> like it's it's like I'm not bloodthirsty. Like bloodthirsty, I just feel like you know, cutting off when someone's killed. I feel like you know because I it's also like you remember movies from their kills. The first thing I think of when I think of um, the Lost World, I like I think of um, the kill when like the two Rexes like share the body, and I, yeah. and I'm like you know that's interesting and it's cool you know. When I think of Jurassic Park, I think of the toilet scene, and it's like you know. It was such an iconic kill that, like, it got repeated in cartoons and series and stuff. And uh, what would you say was iconic kill for Jurassic World or Fallen Kingdom? Like, there's none. There's none, and that's so depressing because that's like one dark movie. So, um, let us see. Maybe uh, Eli Mills in the end when he's just picked from the ground and eaten whole. Maybe. For Jurassic World, I would say maybe the scene where Mosasaurus like gets up and yeah. someone, we didn't see that before. I think it's cool, but not as iconic as the previous kills. No, of course not. And of course, uh, and for sure, there's like the, the villain's death, right? There's uh, Hoskins' death when he uh, tries to pacify one of the raptors and he simply jumps on him and devours him. So that's kind of iconic, uh, but. That's kinda. Yeah, but uh, not much really because, uh, and, and there's some blood in there. I mean, I mean, we see some blood. Yeah, there is some blood gushing against the walls. They they are not scared to do it in that movie. They are like, you know what? There's just also I remember the time. This movie was um, like the trailer was shown in Kids Choice Awards in the Nickelodeon event, and I'm like. They didn't show like that kind of. They, it was a trailer. We didn't know like there was gonna be that. And I'm like, you still can't show it, you know? Don't show that to kids. Like, Max, excuse me. They, <laughs> they, they showed that to kids because <laughs> they pro probably purely did it because there was Chris Pratt in it, and Chris Pratt is kind of known like to be a voice actor and stuff. Oh. But it's very odd to sponsor this kind of movie. Yeah. And I kind of also feel like that Kids' Choice Awards also kind of affected this because they were like, look, it's dinosaurs, kids are gonna like it. And then because they sponsored it, kids went to watch it and stuff and kind of got into the franchise. You know and what? Then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I would so do with, with that scene? Uh, just as I said, we need to add some blood. But then, just not to make it as gore as we cannot do, because otherwise we will lose, you know, all of this immense yeah. audience of kids. I don't really think so, because kids nowadays they are so violent sometimes that they will simply adore it. Um, but uh, the one thing I would do is that, like, uh, in the raptor, you know, just uh, crouching towards uh, Whitley and then biting his arm off. We don't exactly see the arm beating biting, beating off, and then. The Interruptor uh, raises its head again, and it's already devouring the arm. And its mouth is covered in blood. So we would see the whole scene to be pretty realistic, and it wouldn't be, quote-unquote, too violent for kids. That's it, fixed. 
We could have had that. Yeah, they, they seriously don't need to do something like really gory. I feel like in the 90s they had a different standard for what was general audience movie. Yeah. Because I feel like today, if you like have shown two dinosaurs sharing a corpse, <laughs> I don't. I think it would probably get an R rating, if anything. Oh. But you, like, but like, if if I would have to go with like the 90s standard, if the Fallen Kingdom was like in the 90s, let's set it like that. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you change it then? Like, because then there were different standards. Yeah, of course. But you know, what is the difference really? Correct me if I'm wrong, especially if we got any American listener here, and we got plenty actually. It's the it's the one country who have the most listeners. So um, if you can correct me here, does that have anything to change really? Because uh, come on, seriously, I got plenty of kids back when I watched the Jurassic World in the cinema. You told me that you had the same situation with Fallen Kingdom. So what is the freaking difference in the end? I don't know. <laughs> they are rated R, right. And we cut all of the blood. Okay. Kids are still there. <laughs> Basically, like, kids are gonna come either way. But they're either left traumatized or not. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, we were traumatized by every damn thing in our childhood. And look at us. Oh, wait. <laughs> I mean, I've heard some people were traumatized by um, the like 2000s Disney dinosaur, which was supposed to be like a kids movie. How come? They were like, they were like traumatized by the Carnotaurus, and I'm like, you know, um, you can also like do something child friendly and accidentally make it scary for kids. And I feel like, you know, it doesn't matter what we do because every child is gonna perceive it differently. Yeah, of course, and I mean, uh, not you know, not to ridicule, but how come one can get traumatized by two thousand dinosaurs? Really? I remember I saw a post. It was like the movies that won't traumatize your kids, and there was dinosaur on there. And I saw many comments of people saying that the um, first scene in Dinosaur where Carnotaurus is chasing like dinosaurs and stuff, yeah. that that really scared them as children. And I personally won't have that experience because I didn't grow up with uh, Disney's dinosaur. But I didn't know it was this common for people because I didn't like... Wow, what next? Harry Potter got you traumatized. So uh, we have uh, all of this issue already in the franchise, but uh, you know, Frank Marshall, Trevorrow, here's our solution. Please, listen to this. Listen to us. Yeah. You know, because uh, apparently they, they don't listen to anything that we fans say. Actually, I was talking to some guys in the Chaos chat yesterday, and I don't know if you saw this, but there's some news now. Uh, I guess it was Frank Marshall that he said that there's no planning whatsoever for a live, uh, a live action series, because uh, there's no necessity for that. In his words, he said that um, there's plenty already with Camp Cretaceous. Plenty? Truly? You don't even want to make any money? Um, sorry, but like, I feel like the series would be amazing if it was set in the making of Jurassic Park, in the, of the original Jurassic oh, Park. Yeah. How it like came to the idea and like, I don't know if we see like, um, if this is true, like, you know, the kid, the, the, the turkey kid 
if if it's like Owen or like you know that he later on gets it, like interested into dinosaurs oh, yeah. and like raptor training. I feel like it doesn't have to be necessarily like Jurassic World themed. It has to be like the beginning, beginning, like the um, Spinosaurus, like how it got made and like why it was made. We guess why Doctor Wu got inspiration to make hybrids. What got him to do that? And you know, we get into deeper into Doctor Doctor Wu's life, why he is here, where he's now. And I feel like this will be amazing, you know, to build some characters because we have sim- we have similar stuff with Godzilla. No one is there to listen to characters babbling. Everyone is there like kaiju fight. And I feel like <laughs> we are here for dinosaurs as well. Oh, no one beauty. is here for the characters. <laughs> and I feel like they need a bit of working on if you want us to care about the characters. Yeah. Precisely, that's that's so messed up, really. But you know, uh, just for that, just for us to develop that a bit, which characters do you think would deserve a bit of character development in that way? Uh, definitely Doctor Wu. We got way too little development for Doctor Wu. Mm-hmm. Um, and hmm, I would say maybe Owen in his young years of um, getting a job higher to Jurassic World or something how he decided to get this job, if he was, I don't know, training, being at the zoo before, like training animals there. And then he heard of like the new opening of Jurassic World and he was like, you know what, maybe this would work because I train ostriches. Maybe that would work with dinosaurs. (laughs) Wow, such a comparison. I mean, I don't know what he would train. Maybe crocodiles. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's nothing as violent as a raptor. Right? <laughs> yeah. Training turkeys. Oh well, that's a bit more of a fair comparison, to be sure. I've already been attacked by a turkey before. <laughs> there was he a... has like a big fear of turkeys, and it's like you know, very scaredly feeding. <laughs> You know, oh there could God. be something like a Batman, you know, he was actually uh, beaten up by a, a bunch of turkeys when he was a kid, you know? Oh, yeah. He comes back as Raptor Man. Yes, he became the Raptor Man. Oh, that'd be fun, that'd be fun. You know, we I also have a bit feel of... like... Yeah? Uh, can I mention one more thing? I also feel like Maisie didn't get enough of character development. Like... I didn't feel any connection, why should I really care about her? They're like, it's a child, you must feel, you know, temptation to have to care for them. And I'm no. like, you know, can, can we like get a bit into her, um, how how she was made, what, basically a bit of her backstory and stuff. And maybe because why um, they had a, such an urge to clone her. Because that's a moral question to do, you know, for your selfish reasons to clone someone. Yeah, actually, yeah. And, you <laughs> know, there was, there's like a, one more question to raise on that, especially because she's a freak. And we are OG fans. I've already read both novels multiple times. And uh, I don't really care about a kid full, per se, you know, just because it's a kid. Because Michael Crichton, he would kill kids left and right. He didn't even care about... <laughs> He's like, you get killed! You get killed! Yeah! He just doesn't care. The man would be so mad at these capricotation things, you know, when no kid dies, like, ever. That's true. Right? 
Yeah, it would be so pleased that that. Um, but there's also the fact that you you mentioned um, Owen. We have already had a bit of a development for Claire, not just throughout the movies, but also we've had that uh, the novel, right? We had the yeah, the evolution of Claire. You ever read that? Oh, uh, didn't read it, but. I feel like she did change through those two movies. Of course. Um, because you can kind of see she developed from this selfish, business-only woman. She only wants what's good for the for the business, not what... She didn't understand that these are actual animals, and she treated them as a business opportunity. Yeah. And, yeah, then she kind of changed into a bit more caring dinosaur loving person yeah. and i feel like we've got she's gone like through a good evolution i don't know what owen has really gone through like through all of this because as far as we know this is his first time when dinosaurs like escaped the park and like really took over i'm surprised if <sighs> alan grant he had a trauma <laughs> owen would go there without a problem and, uh, you know, that's really weird, because if I went to a park filled with dinosaurs and a dinosaur came to eat me and I would barely survive, half my, half my face bleeding, I would be scared to even go to a zoo. <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's a bit strange. Uh, you know, the, the comparison here, there's like an abyss between these two concepts. Um, especially because, you know, people sometimes, they criticize the plot of uh, Jurassic Park, The Lost World, now the second movie, they go like, but Ian Malcolm, he's so different. You would be rather different from your early self if you have been, you know, submitted to being like uh, almost killed in a park with dinosaurs. You I don't think anyone wants to experience that again. <laughs> no, I mean, you would change by a lot. Come on, you gotta be so traumatized. And people don't seem to get that. They're like, oh, that's so ridiculous. Malcolm simply changed his personality all of a sudden. No, he didn't. I mean, didn't you watch the first movie before saying that? So, uh, do you expect anything to be changed for the future movies? Um, I'm afraid not. I'm, I'm afraid they're gonna continue going in this messy direction where they're gonna try to be for both generations when it clearly doesn't work. Yeah. But it's also complicated to make separate things. Like, I feel like they should go kind of like How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> they had a like a mini series for kiddos, like for preschoolers, and then they have a series for more grown-up fans, and they have separate things. And I feel like it could be fun to have two separate things for two separate generations. Like, I know it can be. I I think we kind of have that. Um, the Lego series, it was like Lego Jurassic World. Yeah. I think you can kind of count that as like for kids. Yeah, but, but some Cretaceous can be really counted for teens, right? No, you can't really... I think you can count that... I think Counter Cretaceous is the best example for general audience. It's not like, you know, kid, like preschooler only, it's not like... Um, teenager only it's like for general it's a perfect like example for a general audience and they should do that for like a movie you know have everything actually like for everyone and not try to be like this scene is gory oh here's a character petting a dinosaur this scene a dog dies 
There is like a, you know, a beautiful scene with like dinosaurs petting, like licking your baby or whatever. <laughs> like you need to, you know, keep it consistent. Yeah, of course, that'd be great actually. You know, um, the Cumber Cretaceous, it has had a beautiful story with our podcast since the very beginning. Because uh, even the early episodes, that's the one thing we'll be talking about all the time. And just that, really. Um, it has had so many interesting deaths. And I know I sound like a psychopath saying interesting death, but it has had truly. Um, I remember like Eddie, you know, the one who betrayed the kids being dragged from under a car and then devoured by Indominus Rex. That was perfect. That was in the novel, the second novel. So I want to see more of that. And now with all of these robots in the fourth season, everything is so messy. I don't know. Have you been watching like any of the fourth season? Um, I saw like they were like robots and stuff, and I'm like, okay, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, this is like a Jurassic Halo now. Welcome to the new generation. Yeah, wait till we like get dinosaurs with superpowers, so like human-like intelligence and stuff. You know, can't wait for it. Yeah, um, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Uh huh. Yeah. I I. In, in three years, I want someone to text me and say, you know what, Leah, you were right. You were right about everything. You predicted it from the start. It's getting crazy, Leah. They are taking over the world and stuff. And you know what's the I worst part? I just can't wait that, that that be And the worst part is that. I'll be telling you that. <laughs> well, they like, hey, Leah, did you see the new movie? That is what taking over. They've learned how to make technology. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, so on that, re- on that very hopeless note, I guess we uh, close up our episode. Uh, have anything else to say before closing up this? Let's all hope everything goes alright with the franchise. We can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> oh, that's so depressing. <laughs> but it's the truth. The franchise is going down and we're uh. falling with it. It is, it is, it is. Um... But there are good things. We still have many talented people who make art and make like cool stuff. And I feel like, you know, the community contributing to this is also very fun. I, th- I feel like that also adds that little, you know, little sprinkle of fun. But just like a sprinkle on the cake. Yeah, and, and just like a, a, a bit of sprinkle, like how much? <laughs> <laughs> Not much, just like. Like, you know, yeah, it's like a thin layer of sprinkles. Just a little thin layer, like a little little cherry, just a little cherry yeah. on the cake. Ah, oh, dang it! So, Jurassic fans, thanks for listening to our episode. One more week. Remember that we have a page on Instagram. You know the one where we watched our 73k play video? Yeah, go there again. There will be another video soon. Uh, Leah, where can people find you, mate? Um, you can find me on. Instagram, yeah, that's where I'm mostly active, and, and that's it. Because everywhere else, I'm just there to like, you know, just be there, just like peek in sometimes, just you know, <laughs> look in if there's anything happening. Okay. But yeah, you can like, you can find me on Instagram. Um, I mostly draw art. I'm gonna start doing commissions soon. So if you want like your little sexy dra- dinosaur drawing. I mean, I would be very weird if you commissioned me that, but you know, I'm broke. I owe I owe my friend twenty bucks. Oh. Um, 
I would be very appreciated if you if you commissioned me <laughs> because she's quite angry that I lost her twenty bucks. Don't ask me how. I was about to, but if you don't want me to, okay. All That's right. the thing. I don't know. They just disappear. <laughs> so if you feel like uh, commissioning a, a picture of a sexy dinosaur, yeah, just talk to me. Yeah. What's the name of a page again on Instagram? Paracuna. You can like, you can look me up. You can, I can commission you a dinosaur, anything you want. But there are limits. Oh. There are limits. Yeah. I know you people back there. I know you. Yeah, if you are furry, yeah. you know, mate, just change already. Stop being a furry. But yeah, you know, I draw anything you want, except weird stuff. We do not accept weird stuff here. Yeah, general yeah. sense. You know, you know some, some general sense there, you know? All right. So, uh, thanks again. Thanks for coming, Leah, as well, mate. You're always welcome to come here and mess around with us. It was fun. <laughs> we'll be seeing you all on the next episode. Keep going for the scope. Goodbye. Have a great day, awful day, or general day. I'm always there for you. <laughs>